What's up, people? Welcome to the Improvement Project podcast. This week, we hope, as uh, <laughs> as my daughter's often told, we hope we've brought your listening ears. Because that is the topic of conversation today. Not just listening, but how to listen better. Some deeper insights around listening, the value of listening, and some fun exercises that you can try and some additional resources that you can dive into to help you to improve upon, build upon your skill of listening and impact the world around you. Enjoy. Who's been listening to the last episode? Dave, did you listen? Were you paying attention in the last episode? Probably not, because you led it. Uh, I was... Well, I definitely... Uh, you sound so unconvinced about what you're about to say. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I was, I was actually thinking, am I going to sp- speak some shite right now? Or? Absolutely. That's what we do every um, week, isn't it? <laughs> you caught me off guard there. I like that. <laughs> no, I, I, absolutely. Today we're going to talk about listening, listening better, how to how to listen better, um, and how to take in the right information as it presents itself to you. Not always uh, easy to do. Um, mm-hmm. let's, let's kick off with a big example. Um, one example that springs to mind is, you know, when, when you're talking about maybe like a job interview or something like that, and they say, is there any more questions? And inevitably, you'll probably turn around and say, nope, don't think so. And then two hours later, you've got a question. <laughs> yep, I think we've all been there. Yeah, uh, that that just bugs me. That's not necessarily anything to do with the episode. It just bugs me. <laughs> <laughs> just just a random thought. Tell you what, I'm going to listen to my body. I'm going to stand up as we... Uh as we talk just to stretch my legs a little bit <laughs> you're standing, aren't you? you're yeah i've got myself a standing desk i'm one of those guys now um it used to be considered a, a bit of a um an asshole thing to do is to have one but more and more people are actually enjoying the benefits of them uh so i i bought i bought a standing desk uh not an electric one i'm not that fancy i have a nice little crank that i have to use to get it to the standing position i'm actually still not a hundred percent sure what my standing position is, or what my height is, or anything like that. So, quite cool. Um, if anyone's interested, one of the one of the major things you should probably do: get a nice, comfy pair of shoes. That's what I've got. Can't stand in my bare feet too long, you know. Well, my um, my colleague, uh, my business partner Jillian, she has a standard desk, but she also has a wobble board. I don't know what that means. So. As far as I know, it's this like flat, flat piece of kit, but it's, I think it's round underneath. So you stand on it like a little kind of, just like a little wobbly platform, (laughs) but it's meant to be really good for like your balance and like your core. And so if you do like, you know, if you stand at a standing desk, but do on a wobble board, you're kind of getting the benefit of like, moving about a little bit like subtle little wobbly movements <laughs> um 
So you're getting a, like a mini workout. Do you know what? I I, I, sorry, I've just Googled them. Um, I, and I went on to have a look, a look at them. And I think there's one of them at my gym. It's been that long since I was there, but it looks like it. Yeah. Yeah. That's a cool get idea. Yourself, get, get wobbling. Get wobbling. Uh, yeah, I mean, if I'm feeling particularly adventurous one day, I might, I might just do that. Um, so t- today we're going to talk about listening, how to listen better. Um, what exactly are we talking about when we say this? Because there's, it can be interpreted a, a few different ways. But often things get missed in translation. Uh, someone talks to you, you don't really take in everything they say, but you get the gist. Uh, how many times, for example, have you listened to someone and then said, okay, and then said, you got all that? Yep. And then go back to them five minutes later thinking, I missed that last one. You know, you can't, I don't know if it's true to take in everything that someone says to you at once. So, what are we talking about here, Dave? Well, there are different levels of listening. And that's an interesting way to start this conversation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> different levels to listening. Okay, I'll bite. Let's go. What are we talking about? <laughs> so, if you actually you know, Google levels of listening, you'll be probably be surprised mm-hmm. by what you will find because there's a variety of different articles and, and thoughts around, around this. But one that I'm familiar with through coaching is called the five levels of listening. And if I was to run through them, so Go you've got it. interrupting, level one, <laughs> hijacking, level two, level three, advising, mm-hmm. level four, attentive listening, and level five, active listening. Okay, so these are just um, different degrees of listening. So, for example, the first one, what was the first one you said? Uh Interrupting. Interrupting. Sorry, I, I went with ignoring. I don't know why. <laughs> um, yes. <laughs> Interrupting. So if you're, yeah, if you're, if you're listening, but really not listening, you're just listening with the intent to res- respond. Yeah. So to, to just share what you're thinking, mm-hmm. you're not really listening at all. All you're looking to do there is just. Make it about you. you. Exactly. Make it completely about you. I think level one and level two are kind of linked in in that way. Mm-hmm. So you know, stealing the agenda from somebody else. Like, I've got a friend who I'm not gonna I'm not gonna name names, but um, he's one of the most intelligent people that I know. But he's his mind is always going, and when you're in a conversation with him he will just come out with the most random shit that's completely unrelated <laughs> to what you've been speaking about. But because his mind's going so quickly, thinking about so many mm-hmm. different stuff, it's like he can't help himself but just get out the thing that he's thinking about. You're talking about me. Like, imagine... <laughs> <laughs> Not on this occasion. Um... <laughs> no, I know what you mean, though. I can, I can, I've got a friend that does the same thing. You yeah. know yeah. Exactly. We've all probably got that friend who just, you know, when you have that, when you have a chat with them, you're just like, man, 
he even listened to what we're just speaking about. Like, come on. It can be really frustrating speaking to someone like that because mm -hmm. you don't feel like you're actually really being heard. You don't feel like you're really being listened to. Of course. Yeah. I, I sort of see what you mean. Um, yeah, you, you can be talking about something completely important and then he's like, oh, I'm, I'm thinking about doing this later on today. Just completely change the conversation. But I don't think he's meaning to do it. You know, I don't think he's actually trying to be rude or anything like that. He's just, his mind is going and he's so focused on his own thing. He's not paying attention. Yeah. Yeah. Complete, exactly. Completely understand that. Completely. So, you know, in those kind of levels of listening, you're, you're, you're either completely ignoring what the person's saying yep. or you're just really pretending to listen. Mm. Okay. Okay. We're pretending to listen. Now that... That brings us into number two, which, if I'm listening correctly, is hijacking. Yeah. So the one and two are, are almost one and the same. Mm -hmm. You know, in level one, you're not listening at all. You're really ignoring the person. Level two, hijacking, you're probably pretending to listen, but ultimately you're going to steal the agenda Yeah. by telling the person who's speaking what happened for example, when you had a similar experience. Of course. Yeah, no, that makes so, sense. You know, that makes sense. Making it about yourself rather than really listening to what it is that they're telling you. Mm -hmm. Okay. And, and then we move up to advising, if I'm right. Yes. Well, Nailed remember. It. It. It's up here. It's so, all up here. Level three listening, which I think is also sometimes called selective listening, yeah. is that we're probably listening for things we want to hear. Um, we're, we're, we're trying to be helpful, mm -hmm. but we're, we're going to put our own agenda into the conversation. Okay, have you got an example? Well... If someone is sharing a particular challenge or difficulty that they face, mm -hmm. you're listening from a place of you're going to tell them what to do. Okay. Okay. Yeah. No, I see what you mean. So, okay. Yeah. So it's, it's well intended because you want to be helpful. Mm -hmm. So you're trying to listen to the problem, listen to, you know, what it is that's going on for them or listen to, you know, mm -hmm their story but then you're advising them based on the experiences that you've had yeah no i completely get that um that's sort of close-minded in a way isn't it um mm. whereas you're not I mean, fully listening okay okay exactly. okay now let's see if i can remember these number four was attentive all right attentive listening mm. Uh, yeah, I, I'm going to go with attentive and attentive, and then the last one being active. Mm -hmm. Sweet. All Spot right. On. So attentive listening. Let's talk about attentive listening real quick. What that exactly so means. Attentive listening means that you're you're listening more to understand. Okay. So you're you're active. You're seeking more understanding. You're listening to what 
the speaker is saying, mm-hmm. inviting them to say more mm-hmm. than they might have done if you hadn't interrupted them <laughs> or if you hadn't tried to fix their problem for them. Okay. <laughs> which is generally what we're doing when we're advising, when we're offering our advice, when we're offering our agenda, sure. our experience, we're trying to, that's the expert's mindset. It's we're looking for the fastest way to solve that problem. Mm, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So you we know, don't have to deal with it anymore. That sounds a lot like um, relationships. <laughs> yeah. I don't yeah. want you to fix it. I just want you to listen. <laughs> exactly interesting exactly okay. how many of us in relationships that we have we we come from that place of you know the rescuer the fixer the, the person who's going to solve those problems and typically that's that's the guy in the relationship mm. i know i do it too i do it like i know i do you know we yeah. sit and we listen and we want to help but we try and help through <laughs> trying to fix the problem a hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That is definitely something that I do. Um, and I don't know why. That's the other thing. I don't know why I do it. Um, I can drill down into that for a wee minute. Why do we almost just, it, it almost feels dismissive. You know, you just dismiss the problem because you know, you think you know the solution. Hmm. Mm. Interesting. Okay. So the, the, but then we've got, then we've got the last one being um, active listening. I would also add that mm-hmm. you know, with um, with these lower levels of listening, particularly probably when we're in that um, advising level or lower, is we're probably, we might be feeling like we've not got the time to really listen. Like we might feel like we've got, you know, this, another part of our agenda that's at play play that actually there's something else we really want to do or need to do mm-hmm. that actually I really need to go and spend my time doing that thing so I'm not really listening to this thing I'm just going to try and solve this problem so I can go on and do <laughs> the thing that I actually really want to do or the thing that I feel like I need yeah to do and so it's almost just like an, a barrier it's like an objection kind of thing um you just I need to get past this yeah I just need to get past exactly. this wow God, I didn't realize I was being so insensitive. <laughs> Who knew? Huh? Who knew? Yeah, well. And that, well, yeah, but like, it's like, it's education, isn't it? Like, you don't know what you don't know. Exactly. Like, we're well-intended beings. We we always try our we we try to do our best. We try to help other people, but mm. we we all we can only work with the tools that we've got. And if the tools that we have are, you know, to listen from that place of advising and we're used to being distracted we are um we we get caught up in the content of experience and the things that we feel like we need to do um Mm -hmm. then you know that's us giving our best we just aren't equipped to be able to listen better (laughs) true um and then, yeah, like I said, we come on to the active listening one being, I suppose, a little bit deeper, for mm. want of a better term. Um, I, I'm guessing that we listen to fully understand. Am I right? So at that level, we are 
we are listening for full understanding, but we're also holding some of our attention on the inside. So Stephen Covey speaks mm. about five levels of listening in the seven habits of highly effective people. Yes. So active listen is also empathetic listening. Okay. Okay. Yep. So really trying to understand truly as much as we possibly can, because it's, we can't fully understand how another person feels and, and the content of their experience because they are the one experiencing it. Yeah. But what we can do is give them the benefit of our full attention, which involves being present. Mm -hmm. So removing the interference and distractions that come with, you know, not being present so that we can give someone that full attention so we can not just hear the words that they say, mm -hmm. We can watch their body language. We can notice their energy. We can notice parts of them that they cannot see for themselves. And equally, holding some attention on our own inside, and this is where intuition mm -hmm. comes into play, you know, that yeah. inner voice, mm -hmm. the, the voice that speaks to us, the voice of experience, being able to listen, hold some attention for that Mm -hmm. means that we can listen in a far deeper, more powerful way so that the other person truly feels heard because our agenda is not in play at that point. We're just open and completely holding the space for that person to be their authentic self and really share what's going on, even if they don't realize that they're sharing things at a deeper level because we're enabling that space and enabling that level of attention to be able to notice the things that they can't see. It's qu it's quite in depth that last one, isn't it? It's yeah, there's there's a lot going on um when you fully well, I'm going to say fully listening to someone um that that's fair enough i mean i honestly i didn't really i suppose subconsciously i did because i've seen it myself you know when you're barely listening to something um albeit it's not something that you care about or it's not something that you want to listen to uh it's not something that that will really impact your life but it's obviously important to someone else um that's why they're telling you so yeah i've <laughs> i've seen it in in different scenarios um when someone tells me about their day you know you don't really care that much, but you listen to it because it's polite. Yeah, Dif different levels of listening. Interesting stuff, interesting stuff. So how do we become a better listener? I suppose that's what we're kind of looking for. Yeah. Mm. How do you more intentionally listen to something? Practice. I suppose there's nothing more for it really, isn't there? You've, you've got to take some time out and think this is what we need um if you're telling me something i want my entire focus to be on you mm -hmm. so a couple of um practices or exercises that i've learned that i really love um one of them which is can feel really really awkward okay. but is so powerful is called listening like a stone with ears. Have we we've dealt with this already, haven't we? Um, we've dealt with this before. Um, I, I don't know if it was on podcast or it was offline, but um, please elaborate. So, the the exercise "listen like a stone with ears" is 
can be so uncomfortable if you've never done this before. What you're essentially doing is, in a pair, one person plays the role of the stone and the other person just speaks. And you normally do it for around 10 minutes. And the person who is playing the stone, all they do is listen. You don't react. Sounds good. You don't, you don't say anything. If, but if the if the conversation from the if the flow of conversation from the other person, if they really get stuck, then you can, especially if it's the first time doing it, you know, you could say, okay, what else, or give a little acknowledgement. But mm-hmm. you know, to really get the power of it, really just given. And, and a bit of placement around that as well. You're providing a bit of placement to say, you know, we're, this is what we're going to do. We're going to sit. I'm going to hold the space for you and just listen without any agenda. I'm just going to give you space to speak for 10 minutes. Like how often do we get given that gift of space and time to just talk about whatever's on our mind? Knowing mm. that we will get that space without being interrupted. Oh, almost never. You know, this is why we have a podcast because people can't interrupt us. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they can choose not to listen, and you know, that, postman can every now and again. <laughs> Certainly, because we're doing it all from home and things like that. Yeah, the doorbell sometimes goes and whatnot. Um, but no, absolutely. I mean, it's it's a tricky one. Be- certainly, because I'm 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 seeing an issue that I tend to have if I was in that situation. I know this um, about myself is. Unless someone stops me, I will ramble. You know, I will fill the air um, because it's there. Certainly if it's an intentional exercise, I will just keep talking until someone stops me. It's, you know, it's, I suppose, a positive and a negative at the same time, I guess. Um, Well, you've just actually accidentally stumbled upon <laughs> an, another exercise that's kind of related oh yeah uh, well it's, it's very very similar um that i've done god many a time actually going, mm-hmm. going way back that you can play a game and the game is see how long you can get someone to speak before <laughs> they notice and stop themselves okay because for most people, we don't enjoy silence. We're uncomfortable with mm. silences. So if you're the one who's holding the space and not speaking and kind of creating that space for silence intentionally, the other person doesn't know, it's amazing how long you can get somebody to chat for by just giving a little acknowledgement and saying, <laughs> oh, yeah, or what else? Or, oh, yeah, yeah. Honestly, it is, it is ace fun. Like, Play it as a game. See how long you can get someone to talk for mm. before they realize. And then you can reflect back and say, do you, do you know what's happening? <laughs> do you know what was going on? That's a good game. You realize how long you spoke for there. It's sneaky in a weird way. It's, it is, but it's fun. Um, and <laughs> there's, a, there's a great TED Talk by a guy called Julian Treasure. Julian Treasure, okay. Awesome name. It is, isn't it? Yeah. And I, if my memory serves me right, he um, he did this TED Talk in Edinburgh, I think it was about tw- 2013. 
Okay. And it's called, I think it's called Five Ways to Listen Better or something like that. We should put it in the show notes because it's awesome. And um, so he gives, I think, about five different exercises that you can do to help you practicing listening better. Mm-hmm. One of them that, that I've practiced on more than one occasion mm-hmm. is simply getting still. Okay. And noticing, actively noticing how many different sounds you can hear around you. That would be quite a cool idea, actually. Um, it's yeah, that's would that be an exercise for for everyone listening to try, see what comes out of it. So you 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 can start off close to you, hold your attention mm-hmm. close to you, and notice what are the sounds that are close to me right now. For example, mm. if I was to take my headphones out. I'd probably hear the whirring of my laptop. Mm-hmm. If I listened further, I might hear like the buzzing of the electricity and the lights uh, or some other random sounds. Like, I think I can hear maybe Hoover downstairs. And then you can extend your awareness outward and then you might notice some traffic or some other sounds outside. But the more you listen, the more sounds you'll notice and you'll hear things that you might not have heard. You probably wouldn't have heard if you didn't take that time mm-hmm. to really listen. That's quite interesting. Um, just on that, actually, the quietest place on earth um, is, a, is a place where you can go to listen. And it's in Redmond, Washington, I believe. Uh, it's, right. it's basically a room that people have built with so much you know soundproofing and whatever else i can't tell i think it's in microsoft actually um and i don't know if it's true is it before us before i tell you um people have said to um kind of go mental in it you know they go insane um and you can't spend an awful lot of time in it because people start to hear things like their organs and you know the blood moving through their veins and stuff like that if you cool. if you really focus that freaks me out if i'm on <laughs> Wow, I've just Googled that quietest room on earth. There's a video on YouTube. Oh, is it right? Check that out. Is it right? Is it Redmond? Is it? Um, I don't know. But, no, um, doesn't matter. Interesting videos on it, which looks like it'd be fun. So, <laughs> Guinness World Record, the Guinness World Record is the world's quietest place, a title claimed in 2015 at the expense of a similar chamber at Orfield Labs in Minneapolis. Oh, it's okay, Minneapolis it is, yeah. But it's it's Microsoft's chamber. Okay. Um which I think is what you mentioned there. So, um mm-hmm. yeah, Microsoft have this chamber which is the quietest room in the world. Yeah. Cuz that's the thing about silence, it does get very very loud. It can do. It can do. Yeah. It's like one of these, like, <laughs> you know, um, what's the word? Um, sort of oxymorons. And paradox. paradox. There we go. It's a bit of a paradox. A yeah. paradox. Oh, it absolutely is. There's no doubt about it. Um, yeah, I mean, I suppose, coming back to it real quick, was how to listen better. I'll tell you who had a really... Um, a really great ability to listen and i know this firsthand i spoke to him actually I had a conversation um with the i don't know if he's a former politician or is he still a politician um the scottish first minister alex salmond okay it, it, it may well be a trait of most politicians i'm not 100 percent, but as i was speaking to him right i could 
I can see other people around us. And, you know, you, at the time he was a very busy guy. He was a first minister. So he had some stuff going on. But what I did have when I was chatting to him was his undivided attention. It mm. it was very apparent. You could, you could absolutely tell he was taking in everything that it was I was saying even if it wasn't of interest to him you know but he was he, he made you feel very important in the moment it was in, it was incredible um and it, like I said it may well be a, a trait that most politicians have um I suspect most salesmen probably have that idea but unbelievable amount um, of ability to make you feel that way mm. he didn't even have to say anything you just knew he was listening to you what greater gift can we give another human being than the gift of feeling heard? Well, exactly. That sums that up, doesn't it? Mm. Very nice indeed. It's very nice indeed. So, yeah, I mean, there's there's so much that can go into it, but I guess it's a case of how do we become better listeners as a whole? You know, what what can we do? Um, my my piece of advice would be take five, ten minutes and have a conversation with someone and then see if you can recite it back to yourself. Be interesting to see what comes out of that. And for example, if we were talking about each other, I was I listened to the five levels of listening. And if I'm being honest, I'm surprised I got them right. But <laughs> <laughs> but I, I guess if you were to talk to you know, a family member or a friend or whatever, see if you can if you can take in everything that's being said without judgment. You know, I think we've we've got in danger. We have a danger of falling into like the advisor one, for example. You can go in fully intended on listening to their th- their story without judgment, but you it may pop into your head and go, oh, I know what to do here. And that's very difficult to kind of get out of. So here it we takes are. practice. And that's, that's part of my own transformational journey, was going from that place where I have always had a desire to help people but the way i channeled that energy mm. was through really offering advice and offering to fix and help people that way rather than what i do now through the benefits of the tools i have and skills through coaching and and other communication tools that i've learned 100%. you know by helping someone to discover insight for themselves to find their own answers mm-hmm there's something absolutely magical in that experience it is just the best the best thing it's something (laughs) i just live for now and love being able to help someone truly feel listened to truly feel heard Mm -hmm. truly feel like they have been noticed and that they matter and that they've got the power and the ability to discover the answers they seek themselves and create the kind of life that they really deserve and dream of. Mm -hmm. Well, to those that are listening, you can ask yourself, have you actually been listening to the episode? Is it something that you can take on board and try and practice with a little bit more? Um, it, It can be, it'll be a very useful skill to try and improve because I think people just bypass it as a skill you know they look at skills that they can improve in their life that's not really one that enters into mind is mm-hmm. I can improve my listening skills mm-hmm. but I can highly recommend that TED talk by Julian because that will give you an even deeper insight into the value and power of listening mm. and will hopefully 
give you some even deeper insight based on what we've chatted about. Well, I'll tell you, we'll, we'll put a link into the show notes and see if we can find it. Um, we'll, we'll do our best. We'll put it into the show notes if we can. Please check it out. Yeah. Um, I think that pretty much sums up the day for us, Dave. Done pretty well. I mean, I feel like I've listened to you pretty well. We'll soon, we'll soon find out, I guess. Um, yeah, I mean, if, if people listening, if you've got any questions, please do let us know uh, at the social media pages and our email address. We'll put a link to all of these in the show notes. Uh, and I guess we can see you next week. If you like the show, like and subscribe. Dave, anything to add? Just give someone a gift of your attention. Good to know. See ya. Thanks so much.